Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wow, Matt. Hello, adventurous. We are back with Sir Crokington. And we're continuing the giant saga with the giants part two stone song so the, the fearsome mountain giant justice khan with an army of goblins and ogres trailing in his wake stomps his way across the tyson countryside eager to take up residence in the lair of his deceased half-brother hornley jack as the wicked giant's evil shadow falls over the land, you find yourself on a desperate and dangerous quest to retrieve the one weapon with the power to defeat his savage might. Although I think I could probably just stab him, but that that's not an option. Because he's too big! Start the adventure. A, re a recap of recent events. You remain in deep council with the village elders long into the night, discussing what should be done with regard to the looming threat of the arrival of Justice Khan. It is eventually decided by all present that you reconvene tomorrow at dawn to draw up a plan for dealing with the half-brother of Horny Jack. It was almost more comforting to know it was always Horny out there on the edge of the wild, says one of the elders. As you all make your way out of the council building. I suppose the known evil is less frightening somehow. The elders thank you again. And you agree to meet them back here at dawn. You take your, your leave and stroll away along Hawklaw's main thoroughfare. Gazing up at the ceiling of bright flickering stars. Suspended in a frigid night over the breadth of the North Broadlands. As you step through the front doors of Hill's Feet Inn. Eager to catch... A few hours of sleep before dawn, you have no way of knowing that the meeting set to convene at the break of day tomorrow will never take place. And now, the adventure begins! Unite at the Hillfeet Inn is a westless one. You toss and turn as your mind wrestles relentlessly with what must be done about the looming menace of Justice Khan minister towards ever nearer each passing hour. The hour preceding dawn arrives, cold and silent, and you find yourself still without any solid answers to the perplexing questions that have plagued you since returning to Hawklaw. With less than an hour remaining before you are set to again meet with the village elders, you wise, and are preparing to follow your nose downstairs towards the captivating smell of freshly brewed paleo, when suddenly you catch sight of a shadowy figure pressed into the corner of your room. Instinctively, you assume a defensive stance as the dark, hooded figure steps between you and the door. You need not fear me, Sir Crokington, issues the man's voice from beneath the hood. I come in secrecy and in great haste, on no one to hope with the spectre of grim reality dogging at my heels. I entered these hills with the giant and his minions less than a day's travel behind me. I need not tell you there is no time to lose. The figure suddenly claps his hands at the hilt of the sword before hanging from his belt. Okay, okay, so I could demand to know his name and business, attack the stranger or use divination. Might as well use divination. Even it was a little bit rude to read someone's mind without even, you know, asking. 
channeling it. Seated. You sense ATXP to divination. You sense the man speaks the truth. And while his intentions are honourable, he is somewhat on edge and accustomed to dealing with people who are, who are often less than upright. Okay, so I shouldn't just attack this stranger. I'll just, let's just, alright, what are you here for? There's a quick matter I tend to before I reveal that, he says. With that, he leaps forward, drawing his blade and swiping it with his flat edge. You, pa you parry the first several of his swings before countering with an attack of your own. You sense the hooded man is a highly skilled combatant, but that he's not attempting to kill you. Okay, hooded stranger, then I shall return the favour. And just subdue him. The hooded stranger strikes you with the flat of the blade. Your enemy deals you a devastating blow, also with the flat of the blade, for 29 damage. And then another devastating blow for 27 damage. Okay, since it's to subdue, since I'm subduing him, I'm doing a lot less damage than usual. Ooh. But nobody told my sword that, as a sudden barrage of energy overtakes you, and you lay a barrage with possibly swift blows upon your enemy for 90 damage. But with the flat of my blade. Just... I don't know how much damage hitting someone with the flat of a dagger would do. I guess maybe I just divert it and back him with, bash him with the pommel. Yeah, probably that. So I should keep. Oh, another devastating blow for 23 damage. And then 34 damage. Then 30 damage. Then 30. Then 24. Then 32. Dude, he's getting a lot of specials in. Anyway, he is subdued now. He got very lucky, really. 134 XP, lots of specials in a row. And my standard points are now fully restored. The stranger drops to the floor, having at last been subdued by your blows. He slowly regains his feet and nods approvingly. Still, breathing heavily, he sheaves his weapon, places his hands on his hips. You're up to the task. That much is clear, he says. Apparently all have heard about you, Sir Crokington. He's not without merit. I trust you all excuse my approved tactic, but I can assure you it was necessary. What lies ahead is not for the meek. And I dare say I'm much relieved to witness you in action. Now allow me to explain why it is I sought you out. The stranger throws back his hood, revealing a man that is somewhat older than you had expected. His short, cropped grey beard and long silver hair tied tied back in a lengthy braid betrays his advanced age. The piercing gaze of the stranger's bright lead hazel eyes are somewhat distracting. But as he begins to speak, your attention is drawn to su from his surprising appearance to the weight of his word. words. He introduces himself as Ivor Telmnik and tells you that he hails from a small settlement high in the foothills of the Fedorin Wage on Tysus' western border. An area that says already suffers beneath the shadow of Jastus Khan. There is much about myself I cannot reveal to you, he says, at least not yet. Uh, it will suffice for you to know that the location of the westing place of Tarngar is at last known to me. I do not doubt the legends. For their clues led me to find his tomb, and should they prove true, at his side will lie his trusted, trusted horn, the mighty so, the mighty stone, so stone song. Okay, a couple of links to read. Tawangar. Tawangar is a semi-legendary warrior mage who was the master of a rare form of magic that allowed him to transform living flesh to stone. As his powers of petrification grew, he became exceedingly wicked, using his magical ability to gain power and wealth beyond reason. Of all, of all his material wealth, his most prized possession was the magical horn stone song, which is said to have the power to petrify any giant that hears its haunting blast echoed in the hills. Tongan used his horn to gain the obedience of several fearsome giants, 
which he employed to further his own wicked ends. Hmm. Couldn't they just wait for him to go to sleep and then just smash him? Yeah. I guess they were a bit dumb and it just didn't occur to them to that. Oh, I know. He probably, he probably had a, a minion who would just have the horn handy whenever he took a nap. Yeah, I mean, that's, of course, of course you'd have to really trust this minion, but I guess when you're a powerful enough wizard, you just get minions in the final days of his life. This cruel warrior mage is said to have constructed his own tomb, complete with a beavious puzzle that he hoped would forever protect his final resting place and his beloved horn. You know, if you really wanted to protect it forever, just, you know, brick it up. Puzzles can be solved. But brick walls... Sorry, brick wall? There's, there's really no way past that. Except, you know, getting a miner. Hmm. Ah, because that's probably why. If you put the puzzle in, every everyone forgets, oh yeah, we can just mine. We can just dig it out. And everyone tries to solve the puzzle. Which actually keeps it safe. Even though it's actually far less secure. Because that's just how adventurous think. Stone Song. The legendary magical horn is said to have the power to turn to stone any giant that hears its haunting blast echoed in the hills. This powerful weapon once belonged to Tangar, the warrior mage of legend, who employed its magic to further his own wicked ends. While its whereabouts remain unknown, it is suggested that it remains by the side of its former master within its tomb. Well, that's a very handy item to have, considering we've just got an unbeatable giant bearing down on us. Hmm. Now, for gameplay reasons, I don't think we're going to be able to keep it, though, because that would just make... Every, that would just mean that you can never use giants again. <laughs> because you just go, toot! Hello, giant toot. Hello, giant toot. Hello, giant toot. Hello, giant toot toot. Two giants toot toot toot. Three giants toot 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 toot. And then you just take their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, dear. I, I, I'm being corrupted by, just by thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to return it. Return it just just so I don't suddenly go, Hey, giants, obey me, or I'm gonna toot this horn. And then get my own army of giants with flapjacks and hookers. Yeah, yeah. Def death yeah. Yep, yep, going back with power. Yep, definitely only gonna toot it once. Alright. Tongar. The legendary war mage and his enchanted horn, Stone Song, are hit fixtures in both the history and folklore of North Broadlands, which you've just caught up with. The very mention of the Tome of Tarangar instantly piques your interest. If the many legends surrounding the mysterious long dead warrior mage are true, then, as Igor proclaimed, the tomb is also likely the resting place of his most prized possession. His magic horn, Stone Song, a weapon feared throughout all of Giantdom. Yes, Stone Song, repeats Ivor, noting your sudden interest. The one weapon, weapon capable of de dealing a swift and astounding defeat to the likes of Jaskarn and its ilk. As its name suggests, it will turn the flesh of a giant back into the stone of the earth when its blast wings in the hills. I hope I'm not too tall then. Well, that that is, out of all the weapons, that is the one Sir Crokington feels the least, because Sir Crokington is small. <laughs> but... Of course, of course, this is a fantasy world where giants aren't just people who've had a few random 
quirks of genetics and hormones and just got bigger, they're a separate species. Well, several separate species. Or one separate species with several breeds or maybe an in, maybe even several gen, genuses even. As I say, the science of... The science of uh, taxonomy, not that well developed in the land of Swift. Although I assume there's probably some people who are getting inklings of it, but not that well. As of yet, not that well. Especially, it's kind of hard to do taxonomy, but every time you're getting things sorted out, someone opens a Neville portal and more things flood out. Oh yeah, and you got crazy wizards making hybrid things. That makes it harder too. I've all revealed you as travelled here, seeking you out, having learned of your reputation as an adventurer of great skill, to whom is credited a long list of illustrious accomplishments. I must tell you that I was sceptical of your reputation at first, he says. For what I've seen this morning, though, I no longer have any doubts. If there was anyone capable of wading the tomb of Tangar and retrieving stone songs, Sir Quokington, it's you. You realise that the opportunity to acquire a weapon capable of dealing with Justice Grant outweighs any chance the entire notion might prove to be a disastrous waste of time. Well aware that the plate of an entire countryside hangs in the balance, you tell Ivor, without hesitation, that you wish to be taken to the tomb at once. Ivor smiles, nods approvingly. I'm all but certain the tomb contains the horn, he says. I've long been a scholar of Tarngar and his legend, and would not carelessly waste precious time at so pivotal moment as this. Ivor tells you that he seeks nothing for his bartonness, but he wishes to lead you to the tomb with all possible haste, so that the search for Stone Song can begin. We must leave at once. Justice Khan and his minions will not be idle in the hills to the west. He will seek to, to quickly establish dominion over all that dwells in these parts, and the harshest of measures will be employed to that end. Of that you may be sure. I have more than a passing interest in seeing this monster brought down, Sir Crokiton. Far too often have I witnessed destruction brought about by a savage waft. Ivor tells you that he will not venture in the tomb itself, although he will not say precisely why. Well, I mean, if it's like most of the other tombs I've been in, there'll be wandering undead, there'll be animated statues, there'll be devious traps, you know, all sorts of things that can kill you. Unless, of course, you have 340 MNR. 308 SP and 77 Neville Reserve, in which case you will be okay. <laughs> Such things are best left to an experienced adventure, he says quickly, as, he's, as he pats you on the shoulder. Come on, let's be off. There isn't time to spare. You ask Vivor where you are headed, but you follow him out of the out of the inn and out of Hawklaw. For nearly three hours you trek steadily north through the wild forest of western Tosa, until at last the trees begin to thin out, and you arrive at the edge of a desolate, cheerless moor. Crag Bluff Moor, says Eivor, as you proceed out onto the bleak expanse, forming a narrow, stony trail. You follow closely behind him, and soon find yourself standing at the shadow of a tall crag of black rock, rock that juts out of the broken ground at an odd angle, well, linked to Crag Bluff Moor, a wild, desolate moor that sits, sits to the northeast of the eastern edge of the Hart Hills. Hmm. So the opposite side of the moor, opposite side of the Hart Hills, then, then Harley Jack was it? Probably just a coincidence, though. I look like he knew to stay as far far away from it because nobody knows where the tomb is. And of course, if he knew where the tomb was, he'd have found the snowstone song and smashed it. Smashed it into lots and lots of teeny pieces. 
and show the fragments to everyone so they would know that there is no help of victory. And then demand more tribute. Arvor moves up to the towering pinnacle stone and runs his hand over its surface. As your eyes follow the movement of his hand, you quickly make out the thin outline of a carefully concealed door set into the side of the crag. There are few who know the legend of Tarngar as I do, he says. The location of the tomb escaped me for the longest while, but alas, how I came to learn of its location is of little concern to you, I'm sure. Well, I kind of want to know, but after what you can tell me after I show you the stone song and we and we toot and we toot it at, at Justice Khan, and then we can then we can just have then we can have a nice beer, then we can have some have some some nice woot wine. Let's get absolutely wasted. I will literally swim in boots, and then you can explain. All about it. Ivor cleans away much of the dirt and grime that clings to the door, revealing a large wound engraved in the middle of the portal. He tells you this is the mark of Tangar. Tanganar, thus signifying the tomb of the legendary warrior mage. He then runs his finger over a series of small, intricate symbols beneath the wound and tells you that their meaning removes all doubt. Tengarar's West, is what roughly translates to, he says. And well, here we are. Ivor tells you that according to legend, Tangar's final resting place within the tomb is concealed and guarded by a devious puzzle constructed by the warrior mage during the final days of his life. The key to solving the puzzle and locating Tangar, and hopefully Stozol, is said to be found in the words of a cryptic verse located somewhere within the tomb. The verse of Tarngar should lead us to that which we seek, says Ivor. Nothing is known of the verse itself, however, as the legend only makes a small mention of it. However, I believe its destruction in discovery will prove instrumental to our success. Ivor pulls open the stone door, revealing a steep flight of steps descending into darkness. A chill runs the length of your body as you peer into the shadows of the tomb. Tunganar was a powerful and wicked caster, cautions Ivor. According to legend, his tomb is guarded by the wandering remains of the countless victims of his petrifying magic. Don't become lost in here, and don't hesitate to retreat to the safety of the sun's light. I'll set up camp here and maintain a watch. I've always started quiet for a moment, then steps, suddenly steps forward and initiates his shoulder cross. Well, here we stand, at the threshold of Tanganar's West, he says. My prayers go into the dark with you, friend. We take a final look around at the desolate moor that surrounds the tomb, silently hoping you will again have the chance to behold its rugged beauty. You bid Ivor farewell, before wedding your trusty light and warily descending to the tomb. A disquieting silence fills the musty halls of this ancient tomb. A deep set of crumbling stairs ascends here, right towards the light of day far above. Okay, I, I can I can see most of the tomb on the map here. There's, I'm in the very middle of the tomb. There are question marks all around me there's to the north there's an alcove that breaks off to the east and west same to the south and then uh, there's a circle chamber around and then there are out the door alcoves in the north northeast southeast north northwest southwest and all that in the four corners a set of crumbling stairs ascend. A set of crumbling stairs ascends here, rising towards the light of day. Okay, I'm gonna go north. Disquieting silence fills the musty halls of here. You spot a small, roughly circular depression set into the floor here. Well, I've got to find something small and roughly circular to put there. Okay, going east. A solitary word. 
partially screwed by moss and grime is inscribed here. Fire. He spent a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the cryptic encryption before once again setting off through the tomb. A solitary word, partially obscured by moss and grime, is inscribed on the wall here. Forest. He spent a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the cryptic encryption before once again setting off through the tomb. Okay, now let's try the south southern alcove. There's another one of those circular impressions to fill up later. And West Earth is what is just the word written. It's got the same things around it as the previous ones. And then East Sea. Okay. So some sort of elemental... Sort of four elemental things. Which makes sense. Okay, I'm go oh, back to the end. Bike to the start, going east. There's a work, one of those circular impressions. And west is one of those circular impressions. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start with the southwest corner. It's a little alcove before the alcove. Three words. Partially secured by moss and grime inscribed on the wall here. Unlock the wing. He spent a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the cryptic inscription before once again setting off with the two. Okay, okay, twisting round, an unsettling stillness that pervades the ancient tomb is so abruptly shattered by the arrival of the most unwelcome sight. It's a moaning statue. I didn't even see you before you came to life. I don't think it was originally a statue, though. The moaning statue strikes at you with massive fist. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body. Oh, are you trying to petrify me? You're trying to petrify me, aren't you? Well, that's rude. Alright, keep smashing. And I keep stabbing. And it's just slain. 6xb. And add a loot drop. So you could grind for stuff here. You could grind for loot here. But of course you can't sell it, so... Oh, and I still didn't identify those items from part one. I'm being... I'm really letting everyone down here. Oh, and four gold. The loot is terrible. Okay. Okay. I'm in the... At the end of the... At the end of the little... Elk of the corner is... A large block of stone sits in the corner of this wide alcove. The block is warm but solid. Even a mountain giant might strain to move this weighty rock. Examine the stone block more closely. You can use an item here, but I haven't got any items yet, so no good. You discover a cryptic phrase. Phrase inscribed on the top of the massive stone block. Employ thy E-A-R-S and realise the wing. Okay. Oh, I've got I, whatever something that starts with those. Gotta find them first. Okay, that was the southwest corner. Same again. Shall four more more words from presumably the the the, the puzzle solving problem shall test thy worth. Okay, and curling round again. I'll go to the side. The walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb shake, and the dust of ages swirls around your feet in large eddies as a massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered green gape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being. Stone being collapsed at the front of his broad chest is a large, sparkling M. Ooh, that starts with E. The towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls. As it moves slowly towards you, its gigantic fist clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long-dead master. Well, I guess I'm going to fight it. Hold your ground and face the massive stone golem. You'll steal yourself for what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem slumbers steadily towards you, its every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. It's a massive stone golem. 
Smashing into with his heady stone. Fist devastating blow for 30 damage. Oh, I keep stabbing, it keeps smashing, and I win. 134 XP. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe, and the echoes and echoes off the wall around you. You stoop over the pile of rubble, and at your feet you retrieve the gem that fastened the golem's tattered cape around its neck. It's a large sparkling emerald. You took this large sparkling gem from amidst the remains of the stolen golem you defeated. It's taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off from the musty passages of the tomb. And at the end of this alcove, disquieting for silence fills the musty halls. Yeah, ah, what? No, oh, that's the same as always. You spot a wide, rectangular outline on the floor. A closer examination of the outline reveals it to be a crack. Hmm. Is that where the tomb is, perhaps? Or maybe even Stone Song itself, or both? Okay. Petrified Ghoul has turned up. Just quick combat in it. 4xb, terrible loot. Okay, and north of the start is another question mark. Shall again sing is more words from the verse. Okay. Okay, investigating the northeast corner. Petrified skeleton, quick combat, 4xb. Nothing in the corner of that one. It's probably a golem in the middle of the corner. There we are. Four sparkling gems. Well, we've already found one of them, so... And... And in the southeast corner, that's passages four lords of stone. Alright, and south, for whom song, stone song. Petrified hero, quick combat. Mm. Almost as if, if this guy wants... Want Stone Song to be used again, but it's got to be used by someone strong enough that he's not that this guy's not just going to get punched by by a giant before he can use it. The unsettling stillness pervades the ancient tomb is abruptly shattered by the arrival of the most unwelcome sight: seven crumbling stone corpses. Crumbling stone corpses reach out for you. I stab, I stab some more. The touch of enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body for three damage. And one more, and they are slain in round seven. Six XP. And I didn't even find anything that time. Take a few moments to catch your breath and check over for once again setting off through the tomb. Okay, I think I've seen all the reverse fragments now. Let's go show, let's go show I evolve that. Carefully ascends to Cogley's decks and exit the tomb. You can rest here, and it just restores your stamina points, though. You're standing in the makeshift camp that Ivor set up on the edge of the moor, near to the entrance to Targar's West. Ivor maintains a lonely and wary vigil outside the tomb, while you stalk the shadows of its ancient passages. Get some rest if needed, he says. Speak with Ivor. Ivor listens carefully as you relate to him the bits of verse you have obtained from the inscriptions on the walls of the tomb. There it is, he says. The entirety of Tangagar's verse. Some scholar would likely pay handsomely for a look at it. Tangagar's... Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First, forest, sea, fire, earth. For lords of stone shall test thy worth. For sparkling gems unlock the wing. For whom stone song shall again sing. Okay, so I beat up those golems. I get their gems and I put them in the alcoves. I mean, I probably could have, I, I almost sort of solved it, on, but, but by default. But, but I guess he just felt, felt like, oh, this is such a devious puzzle I thought of. No one could possibly ever solve my devious puzzle. It's an impossibility. I shall have to write a verse that gives it away. That's the only way anyone could possibly solve my incredibly devious devious puzzle that I've made with my incredibly genius, highly intellectual mind, which is in no way succumbing to a bit of dementia and, and various manias. And also has and also no one ever uh, no one ever disagrees with me because I keep turning them to stone. They don't do that because they're afraid of me. They do that because I'm always right about everything. Isn't that right? This oh, such a devious puzzle. They all say. So look what I've got. Look, you've got four holes and you get four things. Yeah. All right, all right. Perhaps a clue. All right, west again. Enter the ancient tomb. But the All-Father watch over you in that place, says Ivor, as you cautiously descend the set of crumbling steps leading down into the tomb. Alright, I've got four golems to beat up now. Alright, let's get the southwest golem. Petrified ghoul or... Ooh, petrified and undead. That's a bad day for that guy. 5 XP and 14 gold. And terrible loot. The walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb shake. And the dust of the gauges swirls about your feet in large eddies as a massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered red cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being. Claps at the front of its broad chest is a large, sparkling ruby. Alright, gem number two. The towering golem makes no sound save for its thunderous footfalls as it moves slowly towards you. Gigantic fists clasp as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long-dead master. Well, time to fight it. You steal for yourself what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem slumbers steadily towards you, its every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. A faint reddish glow animates from the massive stone being. Begin combat with the massive stone golem. The golem smashes you with his heavy stone fist. Alright, and I stab with my my light metally dagger. Stabby, 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 stab, 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 devastating blow. 22 damage from another devastating blow. 
Stabby, stabby, stab, stab, stab. Devastating blow, 23 damage, and it is slain. 136 experience. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe and echoes off the walls around you. You stoop over the pile of rubber to your feet and retrieve the gem that fastened the, co- the golem's tattered cape around its neck. It's a large sparkling ruby. You took this large sparkling gem from the misty remains of the stone golem you defeated. Take a few moments to recover from the brutal fight. You once again set off from the musty passages of the tomb. Okay, and let's go to another corner. Quick combat to stone warriors. 5 XP. Terrible loot. And we've got map messages of the of the verse on the way but we've already read them all right southeast corner right in the middle of the three by three alcove will be another golem the walls floor and ceiling of the tomb shake and the dust of the ages swirls about your feet in large eddies as the massive golem stomps into view a tattered blue cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being collapsed at the front of his broad chest by a large, sparkling sapphire. The towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls as it moves slowly towards you. Gigantic fists clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long-dead master. Hold your ground and fight the massive stone golem. You steal yourself for what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem lumbers steadily towards you, his every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. Massive stone golem, it's stabby time. Devastating blow for 25 damage. The golem smashes you with a heavy stone fist. Stabbing time, 24 damage, devastating blow, and then 28 damage, devastating blow. Hmm, maybe I should rest up after this. You've slain your foe. 134 experience. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe, and, it lo- and echoes off the off the walls around you, as you stoop over the pile of rubber at your feet and retrieve the gem that fashioned the golem's tattered cape of his neck, large sparkling sapphire. You took this large sparkling gem from the misty remains of the stone golem you defeated. To take a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off through the musty passages of the tomb. Alright, and nothing at the end of that corridor. Alright, just one more golem to go. Just give myself some healing first. I could rest, but I've got so much Neville Reserve, I don't have to. Alright, and northeast corner. Next to the golem, here's the golem. Or the golem, or, or whatever. The walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb shake. Dust of the ages whirls about your feet in la- no no that doesn't sound good in large eddies as the massive golem stops in to view. A tattered yellow cape smashes over the sh- splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being, clats at the front of its broad chest by a large sparkling shard of amber. Hmm, nice. The towering golem makes no sound. Save for its thunderous footfalls as it moves slowly towards you. Gigantic fish clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long dead master. Hold your ground and face fight the massive stone golem. You steal for yourself what promised to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem lumbers steadily towards you, its every step, step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. Massive stone golem. The golem smashes you with his heavy stone fist. Alright, I keep stabbing. Devastating blow for 27 damage, and it is slain. Another 134 XP. A ghastly wail rises out from the shattered remains of the stone f- foe, an echo off the walls around you. You stoop over the pile of rubber at your feet, as your ears, and retrieve the gem. Fastened the golem's tattered cape around its neck. Take a few moments to recover from the brutal fight. You once again set off through the musty passages of the tomb. Alright. Tomb. Four golems defeated. 
Four gems got. Time to put them in the holes. Okay. I'm just going to put them in randomly. Oh, what should... Okay, I'm on the east hole. Shall I put in... I will put in a... The sapphire. A large sparkling sapphire. Use. Nope. Doesn't fit. Okay. Ears. Well, that message was E A R. Oh, actually, was it Ruby? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. E. It's emerald first at the top. Use emerald. No. Okay, emerald. All right, I'm going to use the amber. Use the emerald, the amber, amber, the ruby. And then finally, the sapphire. Oh, hmm. uh, maybe I have to... Let me just check that code again. And I've got the four gems. Okay, okay, I'm using the gems at the stone block. You place a large sparkling sapphire on the top of the stone block. White, white, white glow envelops the gem for a moment, but it quickly fades. Maybe I have to charge them up here. Okay, I'm gonna use all of them here. Use the ruby. Okay, that one glows again. And right, the sapphire, the ruby. Use the emerald. You place the large sparkling emerald on top of the stone block. A bright white glow envelops a gem. You quickly turn away from the blinding light. When the glow fades, you find that the emerald is now gone. Oh, oh I, t oh, I turned them in here. Okay, using the emerald. Small crack ones along the top of the stone block. Okay, next up is the amber. The sparkling amber shard, use that. You place sparkling amber shard on top of the stone block. A white glow envelops the gem, and you quickly turn away from this blinding light. When the glow fades, you find that a shard of amber is gone. Well, I hope that was the right place to use it, because otherwise everyone is doomed. But of course it will be the right place, because you're just not allowed to use it in the wrong place. Large sparkling ruby. You place a large sparkling ruby on top of the stone block. A bright white glow envelops the gem. And you quickly turn away from the blinding light. When the glow fades, you find the ruby is now gone. Okay, last one. The sapphire. Several deep cracks have formed in the surface of the massive stone block. Alright, I think just one more gem will break it open. Let's use it. You place the large spa sparkling sapphire on top of the stone block. A bright white glow envelops a gem, and you quickly turn away from the blinding light. When the glow fades, you find the sapphire is now gone. Bye-bye, sapphire. 128 experience to general. That definitely proves I was doing the right thing. The alcove shakes as the cracks that line the surface of the stone block go wider and wider. Suddenly, the block crumbles into a pile of rubble. A nightmarish figure wises out of the debris and takes its first lurching step in your direction. Okay, who is it? Is it Tarangar himself? The figure stepping out of the pile of rubble is truly horrifying. It appears at one time been human, but half of its body has been petrified. The other half resembles the de de decomposed remains of a half-preserved cadaver. This gruesome creature hisses loudly, staggers towards you, 
its clawed hands outstretched to tear at your flesh. Without warning, the creature springs forward, nearly locking you to the ground as it savagely stales you with tooth and claw and stone. Much to your horror, the enemy maneuvers itself to block your passage out of the alcove. You must fight this abomination to the death. It's a half petrified cadaver. So it's half stone, half undead, and all in a bad mood. Begin combat. Okay, I'm going to focus my stabs on the fleshy part. The half petrified cadaver swipes at you with his clawed hand. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body for 6 damage, and then again for 11 damage. Okay, almost done. Stabity, 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 stab. And it is slain. With a decent 30 nut. With a roll of, 20, roll of 20 at the end. 21 XP. You examine the shattered and twisted remains of the wooden gruesome foe. Let's cover a rough hewn stone wing. You take, you, you take the small object and decide to carry it with you. Oh, this is the wing. Oh, I thought it was a symbolic wing, but it's a literal wing. Okay, rough-hewn stone wing. You can put it on your finger, but it doesn't provide any stats. Because it's not equipment, it's a puzzle piece. This rough-hewn wing of stone bears no identifiable marks. I'm going to use it, so it'll be on the quick use panel. And then I'll go put it in those... In those little holes, the north, south, east, and west of the entrance. Making my way now. Okay. Starting with the west, Rothewn Stone Wing. 32 experience to general. The Rothewn Stone Wing you retrieve from the remains of the half petrified cadaver fits perfectly into this shallow impression. Slips into place. You hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily remove your wing. Has anything happened with that? What's happening in the other corner of something? Okay, no, no, it's probably all. It's probably happening behind the scenes. Okay, okay. Let's go for the northern hole. Put the Wathewn wing in there. The Wathewn thirty-two experience to general. The rough-hewn stone wing you retrieve from the remains of the half-petrified cadaver fits perfectly into the shallow impression. As it slips into place, you hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Okay, and the eastern hole. Rough stone wing. 32 experience to general. The rough-hewn stone wing you retrieve from the remains of the half-petrified cadaver fits perfectly into shallow impression. Slips into place, you hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Okay, and south, Rothewn Stone Wing. The Rothewn Stone Wing you retrieve from the remains of the half petrified cadaver fits perfectly in the shallow impression. Slips into place, you hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Okay, can I get to get to the tomb now well the sarcophagus I guess alright northwest corner at the end a grand sarcophagus its lines adorned with intricate engravings fills nearly the entirety of this broad alcove the lid of the sarcophagus is identical to the stone that makes up the floor of the tomb and you surmise it was recently risen from below Realising you may at last be looking upon the final resting place of Tonganar, you place both hands firmly on a lid and strain as you attempt to dislodge the weighty stone slab. Okay, okay. Well, actually, I'm not doing that because my hands are small. So I'm actually using telekinesis to do it. Much to your surprise, the, light, the lid slides back with minimum effort, but bearing the context of a long reign hidden beneath its protective goal, bulk. With growing temptation, you lean forward and appear upon that which only one other set of human eyes has ever beheld. The skeletal remains of a tall human, 
clad in blue robes, lie at the bottom of the sarcophagus. You realise you're looking upon the legendary warrior mage, Tanganar, lying across Tanganar's chest, still clutched by his fleshless fingers, is a magnificent bone horn, inlaid with silver and gold branding. An overwhelming sense of relief comes over you as you stare down at the horn, for there is no doubt you gaze upon Stone Song, the object of your quest, the one ca- weapon capable of defeating Justice Khan and turning the tide of its cruel conquest. Cautiously, you reach in and take hold of the horn. The bony fingers that have long held on to the prized possession slowly give way, releasing their rigid grip as you lift the long intoned item out of the sarcophagus. I have Stone Song. This magnificent, enchanted bone horn, inlaid with bands of gold and silver, is none other than the legendary Stone Song. You retrieve this powerful item from the tomb of its former owner, Tangar, Tanganar, in the hopes that you might employ its mystical might against the wicked mountain giant, Jastishkan. You carefully place the horn amongst your belongings and prepare to make your way out of the tomb. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to come to life and attack me, because that's just what they do. As you turn to leave the alcove, a ghastly whisper rises out of sarcophagus. Your pulse quickens as an eerie voice imparts its chilling words. You'll never leave this place alive, thief. Hey, hey, the contract, you had a contract. I solved the puzzle, I get the horn. I have solved the puzzle, so I get the horn. Okay? I did all the things you told me to do. If you didn't want someone to steal it, you shouldn't have put it behind a puzzle. You should have put it behind a wall. Of course, then I'd have smashed the wall. But then at least, yeah, I would be stealing. Here, I'm just getting the... I'm just getting what I am entitled to. I solved the puzzle. I get the item. Those are the rules. But I guess you just decided, oh, let's just add a little challenge on the end. Of course. Hey, well, fair enough. Yes. You stand before the sarcophagus of Tanganar. The skeletal remains of a long dead warrior mage lie within the imposing stone box. But his prized horn, Stone Song, is now safely in your possession. Well, you're a jerk anyway, so. Oh, wait. Mm. Should be something. Oh, here we are. An unsettling stillness that pervades the ancient tomb is abruptly shattered by the wife of most unopen sights. Petrified wire. Stab, 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 stab. And it's just slain. 4 XP, 4 gold. Oh, petrified heroin. And 5 XP, and 3 gold for that one. Okay, to the... Alright, let's climb up and leave. That really wasn't that intimidating. Although, I thought something would... I thought it would start collapsing, or... There'd be hordes of enemies, but... All I faced was three common fights. I mean... You're really... You're really kind of so... You really kind of old resolved that, didn't you, Tonganar? Ivor's eyes widen as you emerge from the tomb and produce the object of your quest. He gazes in wonder at the magnificent horn, unable to speak for several minutes as he carefully studies it. Beyond all hope, Stone Song is found, he says, as the look of relief spreads across his face. It's good to know there's truth in the legends. Hate to think my years of study had been to no avail. For several minutes, you relate to Ivor the details. Details of what transpired within the tomb. He consistently shakes his head in disbelief as he describes for you the horrors you encountered 
in the musty passages of Stoke Tanangar's West. We must not delay any longer, for the danger grows with each passing hour, he says, to conclude your account. We are awaited in the village of Elmbridge by an old friend of mine, and a staunch battle in the battle against the tyranny of Justice Khan. He will know how best to employ the new-found addition to our arsenal. Let us strike out west for Elmbridge at once. Come now, there will... They are the last words, Ivor, will ever speak. And that is the end of this adventure with a cliffhanger. And we get 1,024 experience to general, which is also nice. Okay. Now... Now it's time to identify those items we found using the skill of Arcania. We've got Wooden Master's Wing, Bone Gauntlets of Vigor, Studded Woe Cape, Wing of Battle Spirit, Fiery Longsword, and a Quick Stab Dagger. Oh, I, we might have found one of those... I think we think we found all of those at, at various points in the first in the first part of the giant saga, and all of that gets me ninety six experience to Arcania, which gets me closer and closer to when I can level it up again. Yes, I mean it's quite a lot of experience to Arcana, isn't it? Okay, skills. All right, let's have a look at these then. The fiery longsword. Melee weighting plus five. This enchanted longsword is in excellent condition. And it has the power of fire. This weapon is of magical quality. It's no shimmering silver, of course. Okay, the quick stab dagger. It has the power of hasty attack. It's got seven melee weighting. Plus plus 7, plus 2 agility, plus 3 luck. This weapon appears to be an ex appears to be an excellent weapon. This weapon is of magical of magical quality. Okay, what would happen if I equip it? Currently all my stats are 20 except luck, which is 12. But if I equip the quick stab dagger instead of the shimmering silver dagger. Alright. Hmm. Body went down to 18, but luck went up to 19. And of course my, my melee weighting and my stamina points have went down, but honestly, I think I think that more that more having more luck is probably more use. So I might just have that as my equipment from now on. Is there any way to raise the body? Alright. Warlord's Helm. Well, that's raising the body by... by eight already. So I only need two more points. What can raise body? What are these bone gauntlets of vigour? Oh, they can also raise body. Alright. Their class, their armour for your hands, they provide three stamina points, two body, two might, two spirit. A faint greenish glow animates from this pair of bone gauntlets. Alright, I'm going to equip those instead of the plate gauntlets. And that, and that, and that rises body to 20. Of course... I didn't put these on immediately. I went to I went to a guy at the grey circle to have them transmogrified into something that fits. But let's just assume. Yeah, and bone gauntlets of figure. And we have aggression. No no, we already looked at that. Got that. Gat in the caves of peril. Oh I got got wooden master wing all right this is two melee weighting two stamina points two agility two body two might this plain wooden wing bears not even a single scratch despite its 
despite its appearance, it's quite weighty. Okay, and Wing of Battle Spirit. Is, is that all of them? Let's see, I've got the two weapons. I've got the blown gauntlets. That's that's five. Oh wait, oh there's a cape, there's a cape. Wing of Battle Spirit. That's two mirror rating, one samurai point. Strange markings cover the surface of this thin platinum wing. Two body for spirit. Escape could come in handy, but I've already got the body boosted. And anyhow, my wings are actually more powerful than my gauntlet, so I I will keep them all handy instead. Okay, then we've got the studded woe capes. That provides two stamina points, but it raises agility agility by three and luck by three. Ooh, that was oh, luck. I need to rise luck. So, do I unequip the, the Cape of the Griffin, which is 2-2, two, 2, two melee weighting, 2 standard points? Hmm. Do I forsake 2 melee weighting to maximise luck? You know what? I think I will. Alright, Cape of the Griffin, you'll be now replaced by the Studded Rogue's Cape. And there we go. Go, and that is is I have now got, I've now got Sir Croakington up to twenty in every stat, and that, that's pretty impressive. Considering how absolutely terrible Sir Croakington's stats were when I started, but this, but of course there has more bonuses to get. Anyway, the next episode now that now that you know all the treasures we got is the Giants Part 3 Wrath of the Giant. Justice Khan has arrived leading a formidable army of savage creatures. The formidable mountain giant has set about imposing his cruel will on the towns and villages that once paid tribute to his half-brother, Horny Jack, armed with the one true hope of defeating his menace, he must escape from the clutches of his towering minions and brave the weatherless journey to the town... Brave the perilous journey to the town of Elmbridge, where a rendezvous with a mysterious ally and a final, desperate stand against the giant's savage might... Await you now. If this runs anything like it, like it when did when I played it with Zoop, uh, it's going to be it's going to take at least two episodes to play through that. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.